Welcome to Two Sides and a Biscuit. I'm your first side, Paul Schroyer. And I'm the second side, Rick Wimmer. Yeah, and this is our uh, very first episode. So what we're gonna I'm gonna explain what we do around here. Are you alright with that, Rick? Yeah, totally. We gotta let everybody know what we're gonna do, otherwise they may not wanna listen. But I mean, everybody wants to listen to Two Sides and a Biscuit. Right. Because around here, what we like to talk about is Limp Biscuit, life, and then Rick's going to give us a recipe at the end. Right, because everybody loves a recipe. You can't have two sides if there's no food. So your wife, uh, she's on a new diet, I heard. You kind of were talking about it a little bit. Well, yeah, it's like this keto diet thing, and it... I don't think I've ever heard of it. it. What, What exactly is a keto diet? It basically your body starts using the fat cells that it has stored to make its energy instead of using the carbohydrates that you eat. Um, so it's your body kind of goes into ketosis, which is a lack of glucose, kind of, but mm. the it. Basically, it's getting glucose from a different source. Instead of the carbs turning into the glucose, you're getting them from your fat cells. And it's breaking those down to get the energy, like which is why it stores them in the first place. So is it similar to fasting? It's sort of, but it's more you eat high fatty foods, and then that way your body doesn't store them. It just kind of... Starts cleaning out all the fat. Starts breaking down the fat that you have stored, and the fats that you are eating. Um, well, I mean, honestly, I I don't know exactly how <laughs> it works, but like I know it's it's working for her. I know that much. She's gone down like uh, twenty thirty pounds in a few months. So, are you pretty much on a keto diet now? I. Kind of. Like, I'm on, like, the worst diet ever, basically, because of this. Because, like, it's all these fatty foods, but me being diabetic, I have to eat those carbs still. Otherwise, oh, it's not right. gonna, I'm not going to have the glucose. So it's like, I'm eating all the high fatty foods, but I'm still eating the carbs, so my body doesn't realize, no, we should break down those fat cells. Gotcha. Well, that kind of segues into our Limp Bizkit song of the week. It seems like you're doing this diet for the nookie. For the nookie. So you can get that cookie and stick it up your what? Or is it yeah? I mean, it, it, it's whatever you want to stick that cookie up to. <laughs> I mean, that, that's kind of up to you. But, I mean, you are correct there. That is why any man, I think, would go on a diet. <laughs> That's true. kind of the way it is. Well, that or death. <laughs> well, right, right. It's... Like you were saying earlier, you're a diabetic, so I would imagine you kind of would have to have like a special diet, you know, or you would die. Right. That, that, <laughs> that's a very valid point. Like that, that is another reason why someone would go on a diet is because if they don't, they're just going to fall over dead. Yeah, I mean, that makes sense. So yeah, this week we're talking about the song Nookie by, of course, Limp Bizkit, because that's all we're talking about around here. So I just kind of wanted to like read the lyrics, because I, we're not too sure if we can play the music yet due to copyright issues. Eh, 
I mean, I say just play it. What? No, they they really could think, sue us for a lot of right, money if right. we did that. Like, so I'm thinking we'll do like poetry reads of the lyrics and just kind of interpret them. I'll just snap my fingers at the end. Like, <laughs> all right. So this is Nookie by uh, Limp Biscuit, and this is off of their 1999 album Significant Other. Right, I mean, I I haven't listened to Limp Biscuit in so long. Well, no, I can't say that. I was actually listening to it this morning before we did this. Like, <laughs> I was about to say that's blasphemy, right? Right. I mean, what it, it, a day shouldn't go by when you don't listen to some Limp Biscuit. They, I know. Uh, break stuff. That's always a good one to listen right, to. Right, that is definitely one that everyone, I think, could listen to every day and not feel bad about it. Because it really does let you release some of that anger. Like, this is... Yeah. Right. And, I mean, uh, you know, Significant Other was, like, probably their best selling next to Chocolate Starfish in the hot dog flavored water. Uh... They were seven times platinum for that album. And it, Nookie went to number 80 on the Billboard in July 31st, 1999. And it stayed on the charts for 11 weeks. So that's, I mean, that's pretty impressive. And it, it, it went to number one on MTV's totally, Total Request Live. Remember that with Carson Daly? <laughs> right. Yeah. I mean, we won't we won't get into Carson Daly. I no. Mean, that's uh, but uh, sore yeah. subject. I mean, everybody hates on Limp Biscuit for obvious reasons. I mean, yeah, but mainly Fred Durst. A lot of people don't like Fred Durst. But I mean, they back in the late nineties, early early two thousands, they held on to a lot of like records for their albums, especially with Significant Other. Right, yeah, that is, um, I mean, $3 Bill was the first, and there are some great hits from That's my favorite that, album. Right, I'd have to say so, too, like, because that was, like, everybody was getting into Limp Biscuit, like, right at the end of $3 Bill, right before they came out Cause of with Faith. Significant Other, right, They yeah. came out with that George Michael cover, Faith. And the the music video was just simple. It looked like they just shot it while they were on tour, because it was literally just them in between two tour buses. And yeah, I've never actually seen the video. Like you have to remember, I was a poor Mormon kid when I grew up, <laughs> and so I didn't have any cable, so I never really saw music television. Yeah, we'll talk about Mormonism on another podcast, <laughs> on another episode. Alright, so here is the, poor, the reading of the lyrics to Nookie. I came into this world as a reject. Look into these eyes. Then you'll see the size of these flames. Dwelling on the past, it's burning up my brain. Everyone that burns has to learn from the pain. So, you know, it seems like, you know, he's got a lot of pain inside. That's what I'm getting from that. Well, I mean, it is Fred Durst. I, I would assume that there, there probably is a lot of pain right. in there. I mean, we've all seen the porno tape. Well, maybe not 
everyone, but he definitely has one and is out there. And if you watch it, you would see why he has a lot of pain. But... So, you know, we started out the first song, he's talking about there's, you know, there's flame burning inside him, and it's burning up his brain, so it's like consuming his thoughts. You know, it's like everything he's thinking about, this flame is just consuming it. Right? Well, right, I mean, that is uh, what it does sound like there. It's, it's definitely consumed something. Right. And then he goes, you know, everyone that burns has to learn from the pain. You know, you learn from your mistakes. Right. I mean, you get burnt, and then you have to learn. You've got to realize, oh, yeah, that's that's hot. I probably should not touch that right. again. So he goes on and kind of explains what the burn's all about. That's a, an important thing. You know, if you're going to start out your song talking about this burn, you need to let the listeners know why are you burning. Right. Hey, I think about the day my girlie ran away with my pay when fellas came to play. No, she stuck with my homies that she... I don't know, are we allowed to cuss on this? Are we trying to keep this family friendly? <laughs> I mean, I... Me personally, I, I try not to cuss, but, All right, well, you know, it's... It is Fred Durst's lyrical... Genius there. Yeah. So, you know. Alright, well, I'll put the E up when we post this for explicit because I was trying to have one podcast that I do that isn't like fucking dick and balls and uh, bald pussy fuck, but I guess. Well, I mean, we can still try and do <laughs> that. Like, you can you can mute those out. Yeah, those I'll, out. I'll edit all that out. It's no yeah, big sure, deal. Sure. I'll get right on that. Right. So, okay, let's go back to that. So she's saying, he's saying, like, this this pain inside him, this burning flame, is the fact that as soon as he got paid, his girlfriend took his money, went, and started fucking other people. His homies. That's... His homies. But how do you even call those guys homies, though? Like, how can you, how can you know that this is going on, but you're still like, yeah, what's up, bro? Like, yeah, I don't know. I, I, I now, don't understand. Now I'm just a sucker with a lump in my throat. Hey, like a chump. Hey, like a chump. Hey, should I be feeling bad? No. Should I be feeling good? No. So what? he's like in lim- limbo right here. Like purgatory. Because he's like, you know, I shouldn't really be feeling bad because... Who wants to be with a girl who's running around banging your homies? Right, right. right. It's, so it's like, you know, he's not he's not feeling any pain. Like, he shouldn't be feeling bad about that. But then it's like, is he feeling good? Well, definitely not. Like, no. you, you, it's exactly like I said. You find out your girl's screwing with your homies and you're not going to be having a good day anymore. Right. It's kind of sad. I'm the laughing stock of the neighborhood. He goes on to spell it out for everybody. He's the laughing stock of the neighborhood. All his friends, everybody is laughing at him because as soon as he gets paid, his girlie takes his money and goes and bangs his, his bros. 
Right. I wonder why she took the money. Like, is she even getting anything good from taking his money? Like, I, I'd be pissed just because the, the money was taken. But still, if you're going to, like, take it and go get me something, it, it, I might be not as mad. All right. So let's let's see. Is, is, is Fred Durst going to leave this girl? I don't know. We'll find out. Let's find out. You would think that I'd be moving on. Okay. Yeah, we do. But I'm a sucker, like I said. Fucked up in the head. Not. Well, what are you trying to say here? You're Okay, so you're saying, he's saying he should move on, but he's not going to because he's, you know, he's a chump, like he said earlier. He's a sucker. He's a chump. It's like that uh, Offspring song, you know, Loser. Is that the song? Oh, I... I'm trying to think of the song. I'm not... I think I know what you're talking about, though, but yeah. No self-esteem? Right. Uh, something like that, yeah. Uh, yeah, I don't, I'm not sure. You can email us at two sides and a biscuit at gmail.com. That's the number two and a Z at the end of sides. Ampersand. <laughs> we, uh, hold on. We really need to make this email better. That's going to be way too hard for people. Right, we're going to have to explain that uh, every time yeah. we put that email Let's up go there. Let's go 2SB at gmail.com. Alright, that works. That's a lot Let's... easier. But then that might show up in people's, uh, you know, junk mail. Uh, true. Like, we could always put it just... I don't know. It it really is almost the ampersand is the best way to do it. Like yeah. two S ampersand B. Like yeah, but I feel like that's just going to show up in somebody's trash mail. Uh, that's true. So we're going to do two sides in a biscuit. It's spelled just like the podcast is. <laughs> there you go. If you're listening to this, you found us. It's spelled just like the podcast. Ampersand everything. Right, I I hope you can control C for that. It's it's not hard. It's shift C. Oh no, it's wait. a copy. Wait, it's a copy. Oh, copy it. Right, just yeah. Highlight it, copy it, and right. then just paste it. Oh, I'm feeling like a chump, Rick. <sighs> well, I mean, Fred has your back there. Like, let's let's see what Fred has okay. to say about it when you're feeling like a chump. All right, I kind of wanted to talk about this fucked up in the head. Not. That's a total 90s thing. We gotta remember, really this was... Is the, yeah, like that, yeah. This is made in 99. That's definitely like a 90s thing. Okay. Moving on. So, Fred Durst, let's get some advice on our email address. Maybe she just made a mistake. I should give her a break. My heart will ache either way. Why? Hey, what the hell? What you want me to say? I won't lie. That I can't deny. And then he goes on to explain that he did it all for the nookie. So he's pretty much saying, like, you know, uh, she he's trying to, to stick up for this girl who's cheating on him. Like, maybe she just made a mistake banging all 12 of my friends. <laughs> she, it might have been a mistake, maybe. But I, I'm pretty sure that, like, he, he understands and he's just kind of like... He's trying to justify it. Right, it it really is like 
I, I don't think she made a mistake. Yeah, I don't think but she made... I, don't I, I can't understand, Fred. It It is one thing, you know, that's it makes people go on diets, too. Right. Um, exactly. I mean... We're, I'm sure everybody's done it for the nookie once or twice in their life. So he goes, I did it all for the nookie. Come on, the nookie. Come on. So you can take that cookie and stick it up your, yeah. Stick it up your, yeah. Stick it up your, yeah. And then he repeats that. But it's like, so I, I, he's like, shove it up your ass. All right? Like, don't judge me. I did it for the nookie. So just shove it up your ass, man. You could take that cookie and you could shove it up your ass because I did it for the nookie. Right. I mean, it it maybe maybe the guy isn't the one that's shoving it up his ass. Maybe he's just like, yeah, I did it for the nookie and like she can take her cookie and go stick it up hers too. I think he's just, right. yeah. I think he's like just saying like if you're going to judge me, shove it up your ass. Whoever's judging my decision to stick around with this lady can shove it up their ass. Because I'm still getting laid at the end of the night. Even though if she's banged probably three other people before she came home. Right, I mean, as long as you're regularly getting checked, I mean, do what you want to do. It's all your call. Fred says, I'm only human. It's so easy for your friends to give you their advice. They tell you to let it go, but it's easier said than done. Yeah, I appreciate it. I do, but just leave me alone. Leave me alone. Just leave me alone. Cause ain't nothing gonna change. So he's he's pretty much he's ju- he's justifying it at this point. He's like, yeah, my friends have all told me to leave her. My family telling me to leave her. But you know what? It's I I've been there, Fred. It is a lot easier said than done. Because right, either way he's gonna hurt. So what's more important? You know he obviously loves this girl. So do you stick with the girl you love and be hurt one way, or do you leave her and be hurt another way? Did you ever think Limp Biscuit lyrics would be this deep, Rick? <laughs> well, I mean they. You wouldn't think so, but they are, um, they do get there. I mean, he did have multiple writers. I'm sure a few of them were kind did of... Did he? I, I, that is my understanding, that he, like, didn't really... Right. I, I don't, right, I don't think he did. I thought maybe, he, I did, thought he was, didn't. like, super anal about his writing. Like, he wouldn't let anybody, and that's why he wouldn't... Like, work with Eminem, honestly. He was supposed to do a diss track with Eminem. I, I don't know. I might be mixing two things up in one. We'll get to this diss track with Eminem because I, I feel like that has a lot to do with the whole Limp Bizkit saga. That's for a later episode. We're talking about Nookie and the, the fact that he's sticking with this cheater that he knows is cheating and saying that he, he's not going to take the advice, so just leave him alone. Like, stop telling me. I get it. I know. I understand. I've, I've got the burn in my eyes. Right. That's like my stepdaughter. Like, she seriously, like, will sit there for 20 minutes. Like, yeah, it's it's hot. It's hot. It's hot. It's hot. Like, I know. 
I know. Right. Just, I understand. It's hot. Give it a minute. You'll it's be like fine. It's fucking hot just in this quit, studio. Quit, right? <laughs> quit telling me because I understand what you're saying, and I just I really don't care that much. <laughs> like I, I do for my stepdaughter, but you know, in, right, in right, Fred's right. example yeah, here, right. like you're gonna pretend like you care, but we all know deep down inside you don't give a shit. Right. Not you. It generalized you. Right. But he goes. He, so he goes on like. You know, ain't nothing going to change. If you can go away, I'm just going to stay here and always be the same. Ain't nothing going to change. If you can go away, I'm just going to stay here and always be the same. And then he goes on with the, I did it all for the nookie. And that's the song. So he straight up is like, look, man, I'm not leaving her. My friends, I'm, they're not, I'm not doing it. The nookie is just too good. So shove it up your ass and leave me alone. And I mean, from what I've been told, like being Eskimo brothers, like makes a tighter bond and stuff like that too. I don't, I don't know. Yeah, I guess it's like I I feel like the solution to this would be to just be in an open relationship. At that point, you're pretty much already in an open relationship, so you might as well just be in an open relationship. Right nowadays, like. Everybody's kind of on, like, we we have a relationship, but we twisted it in this way, so it's a little bit different than everybody else's. It, it's like this. But it's like, I want to fuck a bunch of other people, but I love you and want to be with you, so you can go fuck other people. But the problem is, it's a lot easier for the female than it is for the dude. Most, most cases. So it's kind of not a fair situation. But, I mean, and from my experience, it's usually the female that brings on the open relationship conversation, not the male. Right. Could be, I could be wrong. Email us at two sides and a biscuit at gmail.com. Right, because I honestly could not tell you. I know that would be a very strange conversation for me to have oh. with my wife. Like, and. No, thank you. No, thank you. I mean, I've had that conversation with my wife strictly to be like, this is not an open relationship. This will never be an open relationship. If you wanted to be an open relationship, we won't be in a relationship. So that's pretty much how our conversation went. Right, yeah, I, I agree with you there. Like it's, I, But Fred Durstwarden... I, it, at least not for this song. Who knows about <laughs> some other song? I mean, you got to have faith, right? Yes, but that's for another episode. Exactly, exactly. <laughs> All right, well, we're going to take a quick break. Uh, if we ever get advertisements, we're going to add that here. And we'll be right back. All right, and we're back. Well, while we were on break, we looked up uh, just how many songs Fred Durst actually wrote himself. And it was about 19 of them. Right, that makes me curious, like, how many songs Limp Biscuit actually has. Like, we, we didn't think to look that up. Like that. Well, that's uh, just going to have to be saved for another episode. Right, episode two, you guys got to watch. That's your cliffhanger. How many... Or how many find us, message us. Uh, if you want to get a hold of us, head over to facebook.com slash magicsquirrelnetwork and drop us a... Post, message, comment on that, and we'll get it. So, 
That's right. one way to get us. Right, definitely. Let us know what you're thinking. Let us know if this is any good or if, you know, we if should... If it's any good, of... Rick, I think they should drop a five-star rating on iTunes, leave a comment, and share with their friends. Well, of course, because we are the best. I mean, it's two sides and a biscuit. Like... When have you ever gone to dinner and been like, no, I I would not like two sides in a biscuit. That, that that doesn't sound good for dinner. Yeah, and you know you gotta have a drink when you're opening that side. So I'm gonna open this. I gotta open up this can. So I'm gonna do it in the microphone because, like, some people listen to, like a- ASMR shit and they like like those weird noises, like the squishing of the slime. And so have you ever seen those things? Like people like make slime, and they just squish it like. I've never seen anything like that. Oh, man. You need... You've you've obviously never gone down a rabbit hole on YouTube. (laughs) Right, yeah, yeah. I I don't use much YouTube for anything. I I hear that there's a lot of YouTube (laughs) videos. You sound like an old man. (laughs) I I am an old man. It's like Charlie Day... No, not Charlie Day. I can't think of his name. Nick? Hold on, hold on, Rick. That's so satisfying. Right, I mean, but, um, yeah, he's just an old man, and I am an old man, I'm okay with that, like, I'm totally fine with that, I, I go home every night and I just sit and drink a beer in my tidy whities it's... And eat your keto? Right, it's comfortable for me, and so that's what I do. (laughs) So, Nookie, anything else we gotta say? I mean, I know I have definitely done some shit for the Nookie. Like, uh, I could list a lot of stuff on here. One right. one of them being getting married. Right, right. And I mean, there's some stuff that, like, I can think of that I was involved in that you did. like That it, I did. Right, like, you know, back in the day. Like, right, way right. back when. Like, it, yeah, yeah. Yeah, you're not wrong. We, we've all done something. Uh, so Fred Durst, he wasn't wrong. Did we say that Nookie was one of the ones that Fred Durst wrote? I don't think we did, but it definitely was. That was one of the things that we did find. And actually, if you stay tuned for episode two... We might be bringing you a song, another song, that was actually written by Fred Durst. Oh, we will be. And they will be. That's right. You <laughs> should all make sure that you listen to episode two, because this episode, it's like... We're still getting the feel for it. Not only that, but like you only get stronger, right? You keep doing something, and it just gets stronger. So definitely check out that second episode. All right, well... It's getting time about that time for Rick's Recipe of the Week. Right, because the recipe of the week is, I mean, it's got to be cookies this week. It's, so you can shove that wherever you want to shove it. Preferably in your mouth and but, enjoy it. Right, that is probably your best bet. I don't recommend anything else. <laughs> Um, but uh, unless you're being judgmental about us right then you can (laughs) definitely take that cookie and stick it somewhere up your yeah right (laughs) but the the, this the these cookies that we're gonna be making there or the the recipe that i've got here uh it's part of the keto friendly recipe so it's 
It is uh, does use erythritol, which is basically what the fuck? right. <laughs> basically, it's manufactured sugar, like things like stevia. Um, so, could you, for people who really don't give a shit about the keto diet, could you replace that with regular sugar? You definitely could. That okay. would that would definitely work. Um, but basically, what you do is you need to get a quarter cup of butter. And two ounces of cream cheese. Both of those need to be softened. Um, then the best way to do that is just leave them out for a little bit. Uh, you can also get some hot water and then pour it into a glass cup. Empty that glass cup, put it over top of your cream cheese or your butter. It helps to soften it out a little bit. That's a good tip. Um, so then you need a large egg white. Uh, two teaspoons of vanilla extract. Three cups of almond flour and a quarter teaspoon of sea salt. Or really, I mean, people are always like, "Oh, sea salt is the best," and I'm just like, "What? No, it it's salt. Like it it doesn't <laughs> matter. It's salt." Um, so you know, use whatever kind of salt a lot of you want. People do there. prefer sea salt over they, iodized salt. Is that what right? It's they do, but iodine is actually good for you. Well, yeah, like, old, it's right. They add that into the salt. And the whole reason they added it in the salt was because people were had a deficiency for it or something back in the day or something along those lines. I'm not smart. <laughs> <laughs> well, right. They, that's basically, yeah, what they did is, is the iodine is good for you. It. I, I don't even know what it's used for anymore, but I, I want to say... Is that the same kind of as, a, like, the iodine they use in hospitals where they... Right, yeah. Like, it's the same... It's the exact same chemical. Like, it, huh. it's all... It, it, it helps clean things and stuff like that. So, like, it's good for your body. Um, but anyways... Right, like, still, if you want to be that guy that goes and gets, like, the pink Himalayan salt because you think it's so much better, have fun with that. Um... But or girl, true, very or true. Them or whatever they, they or yes, we. I mean, we could be Borg, like we, <laughs> we like. <laughs> we could be Borg. We could also be lizard people. We'll never know. So after the quarter teaspoon of sea salt, then okay. So you basically take your mixer and you put the. Butter, cream cheese, your sugar or your stevia or whatever you're going to use um, into the bowl. And you use a mixer to whip it all together. Um, What's the best way to get just the egg whites? The best way is to use the shell. It's And just kind of uh, strain it. Right. You crack the shell in half and break it open. Make sure you got the two halves. Um, and then you kind of dump the yolk back and forth over top of the bowl until the egg white just falls off. Hmm. So is the egg white the, like, fluid, the clear fluid that's in it? Yeah, that's yeah. the egg white, because when you cook it up, it turns white, that's right, why right, it's right. the egg white, and then the yolk, of I course, see. is the yellow center. Right. So you want the embryonic fluid, not the fetus. Exactly. <laughs> that is exactly what you want. Um, but you mix all that together. Um, says that it should be a pale yellow fluffy batter. Basically that, um, that heavy cream is going to kind of whip up and it's going to turn into 
almost whipped cream kind of consistency. Um, but then you're going to add everything else in. You add the vanilla, the salt, the egg white. And then once you got all that mixed in there, you add that almond flour. A little bit at a time, keep mixing it up because it does have a tendency to become kind of crumbly. And so you want to make sure that it's all getting mixed in evenly. So you, out of those three cups of the almond flour, are you saying like a cup at, the, at a time? Yeah, pretty much. Like that's your best bet. Just split it up into three, one cup each time. Um, but then when you get that almond flour mixed in there, it becomes a dense kind of crumbly dough. And so what you need to do is you need to ice cream scoop works depending on how big you want the cookies. But you basically take a scoop of the dough, you put it on your baking sheet, and then you flatten it out. If you don't flatten it out, your cookies are going to be just big hunks of cookie instead of like flat like a regular cookie. Um, then you're going to preheat your oven to 350. Bake it about 15 minutes until it's golden brown. Um, and then the, the one kind of strange thing about them is that you don't want to mess with them until they've cooled down. You just leave that baking sheet sitting there uh, because if you try and even scrape them off of your baking sheet, they may break apart because they're made with basically cream cheese. So it's one of those, like... The cheeses that have all of the um, fats and things that you need in there for the keto diet are kind of what's holding that cookie together. Um, and then you can also top it with like cocoa or whatever you want. I've heard some things about coconut oil and using cocoa and then uh, sweetener of some kind, sugar, stevia, uh, an erythritol, whatever you want to call it. You know, and you can make kind of an icing for these cookies as well. So, yeah, that's your nookie cookie from Recipes with Rick. But I did it all for the cookie. <laughs> so, uh, if, if you guys uh, make it, uh, send us a picture over at facebook.com slash magic squirrel network. We'd like to see you guys' is, uh you know, recipes, your your food that you're going to eat. Right, definitely let us know how it turns out. Like these, a lot of these recipes are kind of stuff that I've been messing around with, trying to tweak myself. So if you've got any pointers, any tips, let me know. I'd love it. All right, well, that's going to do it for episode one of Two Sides and a Biscuit. Uh, anything you'd like to plug, Rick? Um... Well, like, in 10, 15 years, come see me at In a Blanket. That's life goals, but... <laughs> yeah, anyways, no, nothing to plug, but you, you guys are great, and keep listening. We'll, we'll, we'll catch you next week. All right, uh, you can... If you like this podcast, you can listen to me on uh, Pointless Discussions, a weekly improvised comedy podcast... Where you never really know what's going to happen, but it's like a improv sketch comedy podcast where we try to be a talk show at some points. And right now we've got a continuous improv narrative called Planet H. It's an original story that we make up each week, and 
we're getting close to the finale of that. So check that out. And once a month, uh, you can listen to Van Damme. It's Jean-Claude. Uh, don't know when this episode's coming out, but I've done, I've got, I'm going in order from his first movie to his last, and he just came out with a new movie, so we're going to be talking Van Damme for a while. I've got Bloodsport, Kickboxer, Lionheart, check it out, Van Damme, it's Jean-Claude. All right, (laughs) maybe I should just pre-record that and just... Put it in every week. Right, that, that, that might be your best bet. But then again, you don't get the free flow if you just put it in that's each week. True. You know, that's... Yeah. Yeah. We can figure it out. Alright. I've been aside. My name's Paul Schroer. <laughs> that's terrible. We're not going out that way. I'm Paul. Are you going to say anything? I, I don't even know. Like it's All right, I'm Paul. He's Rick. This has been Two Sides and a Biscuit. Cute a thing. <laughs>